never let somebody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you, you can't do it. You want something, go get it. Period. Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast. The mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. It's been an amazing journey, you guys, and I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in because, you know, I didn't really drop episodes these last couple of weeks. Um, like I said, I've been focused on some other things, rehabs, and, you know, just attending to some of my mentees and, you know, encouraging them just to follow suit on their projects. So that's what I've been having my attention pointed to. So, you know, um, I come back on this podcast with not only experience, but also with some knowledge to always give you guys because the whole circle of life is me experiencing real things in life and then coming on this podcast to share it and then you guys can kind of somewhat relate to it. I feel like I have an episode for something everybody goes through. You feel me? If you kind of like fuck with me or if you fuck with yourself, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I dropped that Pursuit of Happiness as the intro because Will Smith is my favorite actor, right? But The Pursuit of Happiness is a movie that I fell in love with because the message behind it resembled like the lifestyle and shit I to say my whole life story I don't have any kids but I feel like that right there just portrays something that I feel very like attached to and I love that movie because you know Eric Gardner you know who that movie is based off you know came from rags to riches you know by the capacity of his perseverance and his mindset knowing that he was able to achieve this greatness and that his dreams wasn't a false reality, and it could be a reality, you know? He wasn't in this illusion saying, oh, I'm going to be a stockbroker, I'm going to get rich, and never do nothing about it. He wasn't living in La La Land. You know, the reality was he understand the amount of work it took to actually achieve the greatness of being a stockbroker, to actually, you know, that discipline, you know, that transparency, you know, being good with people, and how far it takes you. I tell people all the time, I'd rather you know me for somebody. You, you'd rather know me for who I am then you try to portray me for who I'm not. You know, I want to I want to know the real Mo. And the real Mo is who you listen to on this mic. You know, the things I talk about. You know, the trust that was broken. You know, the people who did me wrong. The things I did wrong. You know, the things I... I the places I visited, you know. Sometimes I ask myself, she's more like... Sometimes I'd be like, man, I feel like I made it. But I haven't made it made it, if that makes sense. Right? And you have to have that illusion in your mind that you already made it, right? Because he was already in that movie very much coming to that, you know, workplace and stuff like that, not wasting any time like everybody else was. He was doing things unorthodox, if you get me. Like, they were trying to, the odds were against him. If you guys peeped that movie, like the little cues that was made against him, peep this. You know, when he had the meeting and stuff like that, um, not the meeting and stuff, when he came into the one of the training sessions, one of the classes, the instructor, you know, the guy who was instructing the class the whole time, Chris, he was like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, can you go grab me a coffee? Class already started. 
you need to know these things, right? So that was one adversity. He couldn't say, no, you go get it. You know, because that would have made him look, what, crazy and bad, right? Because not only, they don't care about who's the smartest. You need to make relationships. Money is all about relationships, right? And in this movie, you got to know that perseverance takes you very far because a lot of people, they let other people get in their head about, like, little shit. You know, you can't give a fuck. You know, sometimes you just got to be a shark. And I tell people that. Sometimes you just got to go after your dreams and not give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. Because if you think, if you keep thinking about what everybody thinks about you, you're stuck in this illusion where the world is against you and no one's ever going to support you. So how are you ever going to get rich if, it, if no one fucks with you? You know, if you have that mindset, how can anyone fuck with you? <laughs> you feel me? So you just want to think about not giving a fuck at all. Like you just want to put out your best content and continue doing the things you want to do but you also got to know that we all come from the bottom and some people are more privileged than others you know he showed that side of the movie as well where you know he couldn't have that nice clean convertible that the owner had and he was still humble to be in that presence you get me because he understood the lifestyle it wasn't just about money it was about spending time with your kid and going to these football games and having these high luxury and suites and you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people don't really peep that side of the movie. They don't really peep how that was, like, thrown in there. And the older I get, the more I realize that a lot of people live a life like the pursuit of happiness. We're always pursuing something that we never could attain, right? And you may be like, what do you mean with something we can never attain? It's because you got to be okay with your situation. You got to be okay with what you have with now, Right? unhappiness comes from stress from the future that you don't know what it holds right you're unhappy about something because that's what the future is playing in your mind but you don't know the future if any of us knew the future we would not be making the same decisions we have made you get me so what i say is to be in a pursuit of happiness is to be the best version of yourself is to go ahead and chase that person you always wanted to be because I hate when people contradict me and say, but bro, you're going to need a job, though. You know, sooner or later, if you want to sustain a lifestyle, that's your reality. That's not my reality. You know how people be like, stop worrying about me. That's your reality. Like, I built an entrepreneurship lifestyle around my life, around the things I want to achieve. I didn't say it was easy. I didn't say none of this shit came at face value. None of this shit was given to me at all. No, I literally had to put the work in the hours and man man time to make sure everything came out equivalent to how I wanted it to be. And although it wasn't perfect, I'm still perfecting that lifestyle, right? So eventually, that lifestyle is going to get mastered. And then I'm going to have the reality that I want. And I'm not going to have to worry about what other people complain about. But until then, I'm not going to be forced into a lifestyle I don't want to like participate in only because other people are telling me that's the norm. Right. And it's nothing like I said, there's nothing against people who working on five. By all means, you have to have multiple streams of income. And I have multiple streams of income, you know, within real estate itself. So a lot of people, they question my existence in my my living, not knowing that I, I, I grind for the lifestyle. You know, I grind for this and I don't really have to, you know, explain myself too much to people. And if you live a certain lifestyle and, if, and you want a certain lifestyle, you can't take advice from somebody who doesn't have that lifestyle. That's like asking somebody with a $60,000 job, hey, man, how do you feel about this uh, $1.5 million house? 
they looking at you crazy like, man, shit, that's a lot of money, man. Damn. They may not have that mindset, but I'm just telling you, like, what if someone never experienced luxury at its peak, right? Don't think they're dwelled in this debt, right? That was the only form of wealth they was able to tap into, that debt, which is credit card debt, which a lot of people can't get out of. So you know how this circle turns into, like, okay, how do I become the person that I really want to become? And how do I stay this person? Right? And you got to do the things you don't want to do. As you can see in this movie, he took trains. He took the he took the bus. He slept in homeless shelters. You know, um, he did odd jobs. He sold material. And like I said, I'm not telling you guys this is your lifestyle. I'm not telling you guys this is what you have to go through in order to achieve the pinnacle of success. I'm just telling you the, the journey that you're on, it may not be as pretty as you think it is, right? If you're starting a business, don't think that the first 10 people who's going to come to you is going to purchase things. They may just come to try to scope out your business, see if you're a real competitor or not. It may hurt your ego. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful in the next six months, two days, one year, 10 years, 20 years, however long it takes. And people get afraid of that word. When they when they when they hear, well, with that phrase, um, that phrase, however long it takes, I'm like, you shouldn't be caring about that phrase because if you're really passionate about it, time is non-existent. I've been doing entrepreneurship for six, seven years, bro. Like I, I do this, and I tell people, the only thing I can just tell you is you gotta chase your dreams and don't fuck with like negativity, right? That's that's the sauce. Like if you dwell in negativity if you dwell in fucked up shit you're gonna get fucked up results in your lifestyle that's that's inevitable that's universal law if you do fucked up shit you get that shit done back to you 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 feel me if you're transparent you're gonna get transparency done back to you in a good way because you're you're being real with yourself right being true to yourself i have an episode about that so what i try to explain to people is you got to be able to do the things you want to do with integrity but also with faith and hard work and perseverance. I know when I first started entrepreneurship, I was scared shitless because so many people told me, like I told you before, go get a job. And you want to do certain things for yourself that certain things, certain people can't afford, right? Because there's a threshold in life. And you have career, you have career rich, you have business rich, you have independent and wealthy, Right? Independent and wealthy is typically billionaires and high net worth. I'll say 500 M's, 600 M's, 700 M's, you know, hundreds of M's, you know, independent and wealthy. Then you have, like I said, business rich, which is people who are billion dollars, um, multi-millionaires. We have up until 99 million, right? We're going to say up until that. And then we have um, career rich, you know, doctors, lawyers, um, anybody who's high net worth in their field. We'll top it off as 600000 650000 because that's what a cardiologist makes, I think, at its highest. So we have these careers, right? But in order to achieve one thing, you have to go through this, through this breakthrough, right? Because a cardiologist, he can't afford a $40 million house, right? They're going to tell him, listen, I understand you have this prestigious degree in this title, but you cannot afford this $40 million house. You only make six fifty, man. Right? Your wife is a housewife. She doesn't make any income. So we're just gonna say your income is a six fifty. What they're gonna ask you is, 
can you move your in- can you get a little bit more of your income at eight hundred and fifty thousand? Just because with this year's rates, we're gonna go ahead and estimate your mortgage is gonna be a lot higher than you know, a little bit more higher than we expected it to. Can you do eight hundred thousand next year sometime when your you know income coming in? We could probably do something or how do you feel about getting eight hundred thousand coming in? Because you make six fifty now, but you need to you need to make another and if I mean <clears throat> you need to make another two hundred thousand in order to qualify for this house. In the back of your mind, you're like, what the fuck? Can I not afford this? But your mindset has to be, okay, cool. How could I afford this? I can't be thinking like a cardiologist no more. I gotta be thinking like that business guy who has the millions now because he's the one who could afford something like this. So how do I get my mindset re-engineered to get back right? As you guys can see, he had to re-engineer his mindset to think like a businessman. He wasn't really in the in the fashion of businessmen at all. He wasn't hanging around businessmen. He was really just in there, like I said, selling equipment, trying his best to try to get these equipment off, and people weren't fucking with him. You know, he had paint all over his clothes, and this is what I call adversity. You know, someone automatically looking at your zip code, where you come from, and judging your lifestyle. Someone automatically judging the way you dress because that's where you that's on things you go forward. Someone judging your car because that's on thing. You could afford it at the, at the moment, not knowing you have big dreams, right? And these people didn't understand what Chris was trying to do. That's why it was so great in his lifestyle, because a lot of people didn't understand what he was really doing with his life, except his ex-wife. And she kind of like, like tried to discourage him and said, hey, listen, you know, I don't know what the fuck you think this is, but... You need to go get a new job. We can't be thinking about no stockbroker. What the hell you think a stockbroker? You like you think? So she kind of like emasculated him a little bit, made him feel really bad. And a lot of people don't understand that's literally a fuel for a lot of people's success. You get me? When people doubt you, it makes you feel a little bit more like tenacious. Either you're gonna back down or you're gonna you don't really want to prove them wrong. So it does something to you. I feel like it does. And it, is, and it sparked a flame in him because he understood they were driving nice cars, big houses, like I said, NFL games, had money, you know, chauffeurs. It was just a lifestyle he wanted for himself. And I feel like you got to visualize that lifestyle. I feel like you got to bask in that lifestyle. I feel like you got to be that person every day, even though you don't have those things. Because he was practicing. He was reading. He was embarking on that journey of doing the errands like an errand boy. You know how you're trying to join a frat? You got you, you know, um, talking to different members of the frat. You got to understand the system. You have to understand the organization. You got to understand the history and the root of things. Because you just can't walk into something thinking that you're going to get hired. No, we, you got to understand the foundation of everything. So he understood the foundation. And, under, and, the, and the foundation was calling people personally, meeting with them personally, and also building that relationship. So even though if he didn't win in the stockbroker world, he won life because the version they created of himself, he could able he could be able to do something else in that same caliber now because the man it made out of him, or the woman it made made out of you if you go ahead and embark on the same journey. So like I tell you guys, it's not about what people think about you. It's not what your current circumstance lies like, what you lie in. I slept on the air mattress. You know, I tell people that all the time. 
you know, I don't really do too much talking. I just tell people, all right, bet, I'm, I'm going to come up. And people was like, all right, yeah, whatever. They heard it. <laughs> when you told the people closest to you that, hey, I'm going to do some real estate, and they're looking at you like, hey, shut up. It hurt. It hurt when you want to do great things in life, but the people around you don't have the same imagination. You know, their imagination is stuck on what they know, stuck on what they see. It hurt because you really can't break that barrier for them. It only takes them to break that barrier. So the pursuit of happiness is also knowing that the journey to find your happiness is lonely because now you're on the pursuit. So now you're restarting everything. You want to be a stockbroker. You want to be a doctor. You're going to lose the friends. You're going to lose that relationship. You're going to lose everybody now because what's going to make it out? What's going to, it's going to make something out of you that you never thought it would, right? Out of real estate, it made me more strict with the people I work with. I'm not really lenient no more as I, as I used to be because it costs thousands, you know, hundreds time. You know, it makes feeling of regret, you know, fuck, like, damn, man, it makes you feel some type of way. So you understand like everything's supposed to be quality. Everything's supposed to be um, assertiveness. Everything's supposed to be, you know, confident, knowing, knowing you already is going to be knowing that you're already going to be good to the end. But if you feel some type of way about procrastinating and you're not really doing it, you're not really following up, doing your due diligence you're going to fail. And that's what real estate teaches you. And that's what it taught me. And that's what the pursuit of happiness shows you. You don't do your due diligence, what happened? You fuck up. You don't have no money, what happened? You fuck up. But if you have good character and you work hard, you you don't need money. You get me? Because the money going to come once you do what? Once you pursue your passion. So... I try to tell people, like, real estate taught me a lot of things about myself. It taught me how to be more transparent with people. It taught me to be more respectful because not everybody has money like how you think you th- how you how think people have money. $125 to somebody could be life-changing because that's Section 8. When that's the difference, they pay in rent. You getting a 1000 um, and spending money in a month, you may not have as much. It could be financial abundance is somebody who never seen a thousand in their account so like I tell you guys there's a difference in lifestyles for people who want it if you want it I feel like it's going to be made possible it's not guaranteed we all want to be millionaires we all want to be multi-millionaires we all want to be billionaires whatever you want to be but what it what is it going to make you how are you going to feel chasing this person that you want to become? Are you going to get tired? Are you going to feel like you're living in a false reality, like this person is never going to come to existence, which is the higher version of yourself? Because I believe I'm going to be one of the best real estate developers coming out of FAMU, coming out of my frat, coming out of this country. Because I'm young and I'm turned, and I feel like the things I want to do in life hasn't been done yet. And we're not going to talk about it, but we're going we're gonna to do it. So I try to tell people, think big. Even though you may fail, do, do it another time. Do it again. Try again. You only got to be right one time. You be right one time, you take that and you run with it. You double down on what works. You get me? If you see something working, 
double down on it. If it's not working, I'm not going to tell you don't work on it anymore, but take a little bit of time away from it and work on some other things. And that's all, really. You don't really got to worry too much about um, that perfect. Like, you don't have to look for that for that one thing that's going to pop. It's going to happen accidentally. You're going to run into it. But the pursuit of happiness tells you that you can't focus on what you're going through. You got to focus on the end. How bad do you want to be a stockbroker? I want to be a stockbroker really bad. How bad do you want to work here? What would you say to a guy who came in here and he didn't have any slacks on? He probably has a really pretty nice shirt. You get me? And that's how you deal the things with life. That's how you deal with adversity. You laugh in his you laugh in his face. You know, you understand that is this another day? Is this another dollar? So, like I said, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll of Billings Podcast. It's been an amazing journey, guys. For the new listeners, check out my other episodes. And for my old listeners, I appreciate you guys um, for continuing on the journey. And also for those who've been listening before the old listeners. I'm talking about not the old listeners who just came in for a few episodes. I'm talking about the 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 grand people from season one, episode one. You, you guys know who you are, man. I really do appreciate you guys as well for my entirety and from everybody who actually supports the podcast, who actually gives me feedback in one retrospect. I appreciate you all. You know, so Road to Villains Podcast has been an amazing journey. You guys take care.